This is an ABC podcast. Fancy a week of bush shooting and kicking back with Kevy Walters? The Rugby League Art Union Lottery is back. Ticket books come at $50 for $10, $500 for $200 and just $5,000 for 2,000 tickets. Second prize is a Gold Coast apartment. Third prize, the Toyota Yaris in the colour of your choice. Search Rugby League Art Union and join the queue of winners. This is Bludging on the Blind Side. And even if you don't snare the big one, that shooting trip with Kevy, you are still a winner because you're bludging on the blind side. This is part two of Bludging on the Blind Side. Now, if you want to get involved with the show, 0467920222, that's 0467920222, or the old style way, RoyNHG at abc.net.au. And the following people have Roy. Uh, yes, and look, Andrew's been in touch, HG. He sent through a, a really interesting article from the Daily Advertiser, a publication I don't recall. No. But I'm sure it was terrific. Yeah. From 1989. Right. And this is a report headlined, Boyd and Hanley, a hit in US. Isn't this, well, I'm looking right? at my lips. Yeah, exactly. Boyd and Hanley. Now, this is sent from, this is uh, Milwaukee, uh, Saturday, 1989. Rugby League hit the States today and had the Yanks screaming for more. 1989. Nearly 20,000 supporters poured into the county stadium in Milwaukee, home of the Green Bay Packers, to watch English rivals Wigan and Warrington battle it out for a $50,000 winner-take-it-all prize. Mm -hmm. A lot of money back in 1989. Would be be worth probably about $15.9 million today. That's it. And it took just 90 seconds and a brawling 12-player punch-up involving former kangaroo test star Les Boyd to win the hearts of the American crowd. The fans watched it all in amazement and afterwards gave the teams a five-minute standing ovation. Isn't that great? I hope the big O's on tomorrow as in the standing ovation. Well, there's the lesson, isn't I it? Know. I, I mean, know. I mean, we've got to have a, an all-in... Within three within seconds. Within three to... seconds to get the Americans sitting up and say, Hey, what is this? What is this? No, no fans, helmets! No helmets! How do they do it? Okay, so it worked in 89, but it wasn't built upon. I don't know who was in charge of the rugby league back in 89. Could that have been the time of... Uh, or, well, Arthurson and, and uh, Quayle? Quayle, yeah. I'm sure. Maybe. They remember their English Yeah, uh, these teams. were two English teams, and yes. I don't know who would have been looking after it in those days. The English Super League. Wouldn't have been Super League then. It just would no. have been the English Rugby League. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. But we'll be buying that. Yeah. The Australian Rugby League will yep. be. Yep, yep, we will. Uh, now, uh, this has come from Stuart... Uh, he says, once uh, happy rugby league. He says, once again, uh, this is your exclusive correspondent from the top end. Oh, yes. Based out of the tropical wonderland that is Darwin. Yes, good. Good. Good, yeah. He says, with the Vegas romp approaching and only a handful of teams playing, I have concerns that the selected few may develop a superiority complex that they will carry into the 2024 rugby league season. That could happen. Imagine the Vegas few turning up to a bog-standard 2024 NRL fixture with their noses in the air, complaining about the ground as it's not like it was in Vegas, telling amusing anecdotes within hearing range of the other teams about that time in Vegas, belittling the other teams, saying you wouldn't understand because you weren't in Vegas. 
can see this happening. I can see that happening too. Yeah, they're going to, you know, coaches like Des Hasler or yes. whoever's coach. I know Des isn't coaching Manly anymore. No. It might be Seabold over at Manly. Has to go, going to have to get these this team, get their heads together and yes. get their feet on the ground. That's right. Otherwise they'll be drifting off. That's right. Just thinking Vegas is Vegas. what it's all That's about. Right. That's right. They'll, they'll think this is the grand final. We exactly. Won it. Yeah, we yeah. won it. Yeah. We're the best. Yeah. Now uh, this comes from Brett. He says... Uh, uh, your final show coincided with the grand finale of racing around the Cox Plate Melbourne Cup weeks. That's right, yes. Uh, I thought it pertinent to share a 100-year-old story relating to the company for whom I work. Oh, yeah, good. This is a wonderful story, HG. As a leading uh, global manufacturer and supplier of cast iron and steel product, products, Bradkin today is a far cry from its humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. In 1922, Les Bradford and Jim Kendall... Two BHP Steelworks employees got lucky at the races one day in 1920 and pledged their £15,000 winnings to start a steel foundry business. Wow. Has Four Corners done a story on them? I bet they were. I bet they don't. The horses they backed, Jack Findlay, completed a remarkable sequence of five wins during 1919 and 1920. With each win, Les Bradford, Jim Kendall and a group of friends rolled over their bets. Yes. By January 24, 1920, they'd won a small fortune, to wit, £15,000. On April the 28th, 1920, the group used their winnings to establish the Alloy Steel Syndicate and build a steel foundry in Alexandria, Sydney, to take advantage of what they saw as an untapped potential for industrial growth. The rest is history. Isn't that a great story? What a story! But that does raise a point with me and a pertinent to the Vegas weekend. Yeah. What happens if you get a same, you know, you make a selection yeah. today yeah. and invest in winners this year, yeah. winners next year, winners the next year for after that? For the next that, five years. For the next five years. Yes. That's right. You could buy a country. <laughs> Couldn't you? You could. And call it by your own name. Yeah. You know, welcome to H.G. Nelson land. <laughs> Formerly known as, I don't know, Croatia. Eh? <laughs> 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 hey? That's what oh, rugby league can do. I know. And that's, that's the message we've got to get out there. We've got to get that out so there. So the kids understand, I want to be my own country. Yeah. Well, you've got to go to Vegas. Mm. How do I do that? Play rugby league. Mm. Get on the jumping castle. Get on the jumping castle in Dubbo. Now, uh, this comes from Craig. Mm-hmm. He says, hello, I'm Craig from Lismore. Happy Rugby League. Yeah, good. That's a good start. Very good start. Shocked to read this week that Mark Leishman has re-entered the Financial Review's rich list for Australians under 40. Who knew that uh, falling in the world golf rankings from 15th in 220 to 371st currently would pay off so handsomely? Is Live Golf paying these guys to put their pants on? Um, Look... I, I don't put it down. I, I would have thought it was the Leishman Lager. Oh, the Leishman Lager, a Monday night brew. Terrific Monday night beer. He must beer. have sold that to, obviously, breweries, and the yes. idea, yes. the merchandise, the marketing, etc., mm, yes. would be worth a fortune. Absolutely. Well, it's got him in the uh, Financial Review's rich list for under 40s, Mark Leishman. Who would have thought? I know that's I wonder where Cam Smith is. Well, he hasn't got a Leishman Lager, has he? No, he hasn't. Hasn't got his own but, beer. No, people are still drinking like never before. Uh, Ian has been in touch. Hi, Ian. He says, hello, fellows. He's in Brisbane, is Ian. He says, in a recent interview on the context of his new head coaching role at the Titans, Des Hasler, to whom you were referring to a moment ago, Des Hasler commented, quote, 
You don't want to sound cliche-ish, but there's a lot of 70-plus gamers. There's a really good window where we could do something good, something great. This had me much confused, combining second-person thinking with inexplicable rugby league sliding windows. It was such a novel statement that there's not a corner in the whole universe where it could be considered a cliché. <laughs> I think, upon reflection, I think Des is saying that he thinks he's got maybe one season, one season of opportunity in 2024 where the Titans might win the flag with the current roster. Is there any evidence that a 70-game player is a good player? Not really. No, it's just an idea. In the old days, we would have called them journeymen. Yeah, and remember, of course, how if you did uh, 25 a year, yes. so you're looking at three years in, roughly. Yeah, that's mm. right. That, that's right. Uh, this comes from Phil in Lake Macquarie. Uh, this is from late last year, HG. He says, I was buoyed this week to hear that the man of feathers attended President Biden's state, of, state dinner for yes, Albo. Yes, that's right. That's right. I think I saw some photographs from that. They look great. They look to be getting on like a house oh, on fire. The yeah, three they, of them. I oh, know. They know uh, rugby league. He was dressed weirdly, I thought, the man of feathers. Well, he's bit. always looks as though he slept in his suit. Yeah, he does. He just got given can't him. help that. He can't yeah. help that. Doesn't take his pants off. But uh, he looked animated and, yeah. and you know, the president and, and Albo looked as if they were really listening very carefully to what he was saying. Yeah, P&G next. Yes, that's right. Uh, now, he says, and I agreed with the White House's decision to serve him uh, butternut squash soup, roasted beef salad and sarsaparilla braised short ribs. But I take umbrage with Peter Beattie's framing of the dinner as, quote, a networking opportunity from the gods. Right. As far as I can work out, another chance to slate Trump ball may have been missed. I can only hope that the feathered one's formalities at the state dinner didn't restrict him from attending Trump's fraud trial in New York where the real networking of, uh, opportunity existed. <laughs> well, I'm sure the uh, man of feathers would have would have uh, explored both sides of the house or both sides of the aisle ah, while in the United States. He's, he's very political. He is very political. And understands the issues. And he reads the wind. He does. He does. He, he reads does. the wind. Yeah. And he thought if uh, he would have thought if there was any advantage. I mean, he's obviously got President Biden on side who now loves his rugby league. Yeah. Not that he remembers much about it. Not that he remembers much of the dinner that he had with uh, mm. with uh, Albo uh, and, and, uh, and that other bloke weirdly dressed. He'd probably remember the weird dress. You know, the bloke that was weirdly dressed but not remember specifically what he was talking about, and understandably, because he was probably talking, you know, 40, Gobbled, 40 20. And yeah, that's right, six again. Six and, again, you know, all that sort of stuff. Mm, and absolutely in. confused him. But I'm sure the man of feathers would have got to the other side of the house and spent a little bit of time with President Trump, who would have been all ears when it comes to matters of rugby league, especially in the context of Las Vegas. Lovers, is the concussion specialist you're seeing giving you the right results? If your latest assessment is looking dicky, why not consult a physician who knows exactly what you want? Book an appointment today with Dr. Comatose Verstappen. The Big V has been producing excellent results for decades. Just ring and leave your details at the front desk of Bludging on the Blind Side. Remember, you and I have spoken a lot about what should go between the two games and what should go at halftime and maybe an introduction to the event and so on. 
Well, the NRL has decided both Australian and American national anthems will be performed at the Allah Giants Stadium before the historic doubleheader tomorrow. What a lovely idea. It is great, isn't it? Uh, the, who's performing that? Well, the TNE brothers from Human Nature will perform the Australian anthem. Good. While Carnell Johnson mm. will sing the American anthem. Carnell Johnson. Yeah, I don't know right. Carnell's. No, is Carnell an American uh, performing at Vegas so. at the moment? Performing in Vegas in the Wayne Newton room. Right. Is Wayne still with us? No, I don't think so. No. Now, it'll also be followed by a flyover from the US Air Force. Great. And Australian DJ Stafford Brothers are performing at halftime of the second game. The Stafford Brothers? Yeah, that's a good uh, That's a name. good get, isn't it? It is a very good get. They'd be well in demand in yeah. uh, Vegas and nearby, sure. you know, clubs. Yes. It is a bit of a come down from Russell and 30-odd foot of grunt and, you know, mm. obviously Hugh Jackman calling bingo and, uh, you know, sure. sort of. That, sure, uh, but, but, but there'll be no shortage, is my understanding, HG, of uh, what I describe as Aussie stars who will be there. I, I, I think Keith Urban's going to be there. I don't think he's performing. He's going to be there. Keith he'll be Urban. There. Yeah, Keith will be there. That's great. Um, and Pity they couldn't have got him to perform because they love him there. They do. And he could have introduced, you know, an idea The of Stafford Brothers. The, well, now you're talking. Keith Urban and the Stafford Brothers. Yeah. I mean, that, that would have been fantastic. Are you assuming that Reggie the Rabbit will be on the sideline? Yes. And, you know, whoever, oh, Reggie yeah. will certainly be there if he's uh, freed from commitments at, at the, the Elvis Presley Chapel. Chapel. Yeah. Well, he's been doing some terrific work. Uh, I'll best work. man work. Yeah, best man work. Uh, Kylie Minogue will be there. Is she going to be there? Yes. I'm surprised she's not performing either because they would have loved that. They would have loved that. And Keith Urban and Kylie Minogue doing something, yes. you know, like Down Under. Thank you. You know. Or how's that even? How, yeah, well, they get that in. They get, get it a stroll. Kate Blanchett, of course, she'll be there. Uh, Hugh Jackman, as you mentioned, will certainly be there. I mean, these are great performances. I mean, Hugh Jackman, he could have performed. It's a lost opportunity, yes, isn't it? Yes, with Keith Urban and the Stafford Brothers. And Kylie Minogue. And Kylie Minogue. Well, I mean, what, it's super what group. an ensemble, a super know, group. Super group. Uh, Russell, of course, is there. Uh, Margot Robbie's there. Yeah, the uh, still up for Oscar. Yeah, still up for an Oscar. I, I think she's nominated um, for, uh, might have been the Barbie film. Yes, I think the Barbie film. Well, that's very popular in the United States. And to imagine that Barbie is there or Margot Robbie, and I mean, that's going to get, you know, people talking in Las Vegas, I mean, the locals. If anybody was, obviously a lot of people would be listening to this courtesy of the ABC, yeah. Grandstand, merchandise. Mm. Merchandise will be available, yes. uh, you know, jumpers and yes. you know, peaked hats, obviously. And yeah, tracksuits. Tracksuits, yeah, all, all that, sort, that of sort of stuff. And would you suggest... Uh, people wanting to take, both Americans and Australians who might yeah. want to take, or any, any nationality really, who might want to take advantage of the merchandising opportunity, get there early? Yes, yes. And 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 use the opportunity. I, I mean, often with these, you might be able to pick up, say, 10 or 12 tracksuits of varying sizes at X uh -huh. and then go around the back oh. somewhere else, set up your own tent and sell them at X+. Plus. Indeed. That's the Vegas idea. style. No, what a great idea. And then put that onto a put that same on a, day multi oh, yeah, or, thank you. or roll or it over with for your mates yeah, or bet something with your mates. like that. I mean, it's yeah. perfect. Now, now uh, Ben, is, uh, on the text, he's, he says, HG, is there any truth to the rumour that Jake Trebojevic is getting married in Vegas at half time on Sunday? Well, it was mentioned that Jake was so excited there that he thought he Watch might get living. married there. Yes. Wow. Yes. I, I don't know to if... Uh, his girlfriend knows yet? I'm I mean, pretty that's, sure she does. Well, what would be great is, you know, ladies and gentlemen, before we come to kick off, we've yes. just got 
to welcome from the stands, from yeah. the Manly side, Jake Travoyevich. Jake Travoyevich, and yes, partner. and who are our partner. Yeah. And Jake says, will you marry me? Yes. She says, Standing I o. will. Yeah. Standing, Standing o. o. And then they go off to the chapel, yeah. the Elvis Presley Chapel, at halftime with Reggie the Rabbit. <laughs> Say I do. Have photographs taken coming down the aisle and then he runs out for the second half. <laughs> I mean, what a great... That's promotion. That is promotion. Now, and the other thing is, is I'd like him to say, if it's possible, I don't know if we could get this to him. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is a dream come true to be playing in Vegas and it all began on a jumping castle in Dubbo. That's right, in Dubbo. <laughs> yeah, all those years ago. All those years ago. Now, Roderick from Marrickville HG, he says rugby league spies should be name and shamed. Yes. So I'd say to Roderick from Marrickville, just phone up the, yeah, the, the line, hotline, the hotline and, and register your... Uh, uh, your decision. Fr- yeah. He's saying, uh, Taz Batiri, did he help us sign up for the French subs or lose the French subs contract? Well, Was Brian Smith a Manchurian candidate designed to deliberately get clubs to always just fall short and break the hearts of a generation of fans? He's wondering. Is that Brian Smith, the St George coach? coach? Yeah. Oh, could be. And Parramatta coach. Yes. Yeah, well, there you are. Gee, I didn't a... know he was a rugby league spy, but I wouldn't surprise me. Now. <laughs> anyway. Listen, big news from uh, Vegas is the Broncos coach, Kevin Walters, mm-hmm. is set to pull a late selection switch by pitchforking, this is not me writing this, obviously, <laughs> hulking enforcer, enforcer Martin Tapau yes. into his Sunday's historic uh, season opening against the... Uh, Martin Tapau, so we can have a fiery start. Is that what he's hoping? I think that's what they're talking about. But Whoa. the other fiery starter, Jared, won't be there because he's still serving suspension. Yeah, Jared went over... He's there to, you know, just voice his concerns and offer some advice and stuff like yeah, that. Support. And meet the locals and yeah, everyone's interested fun. in talking to Jared. Uh, but he's not allowed to play, no. And uh, it's a great shame that the, the Americans were denied the opportunity to see, see him in the action. Yeah. See Jared up close. Oh, they would have loved to have seen Jared and uh, Marty Tabout. <laughs> Lock horns. Yeah. Now, uh, former other front rower, Payne Haas, you know, obviously Brisbane's number one. Prop yeah. said the 111 powerhouse to power would not let the Broncos down if selected. Right. Ahead of uh, Willison, I think is the player who would be replacing in right. the uh, uh, obviously in the manly lineup. Right. Uh, he said, um, you know, he brings a wealth of experience. He's yes. played for his country, New Zealand, and having some uh, someone in your team. Marty's experience is pretty good. Oh, Marty to power's a great player, yeah, a great yeah, enforcer. Yeah. He only eats meat. That's right. Yes, he's, Exclusively uh, meat. Yes, that's right. People Three times to... a day. That's... Nothing else. Burgers, ribs. Yes. You know, obviously fries. You know, yeah, fries. but he grabs a burger and he'll take the lettuce out oh, and take yeah. the buns away and, the and all of that and just have the meat. Mm. He's someone you can lean on for advice when you go and get stuff. Yep. I'm not sure if he plays, but if he does, he'll get the job done if he does. So that's great news there. It is great uh, news. So that's the latest there with uh, team changes. Now yep. this thing, this well, story. Have we got to the bottom of why free-to-wear viewers, you know, looking at Sneesby's Rugby League Network, are denied the opportunity of seeing Manly and Souths? We haven't, no. We haven't got to the bottom of that, they have don't we? Have the rights, obviously. Why couldn't it be played at one thirty live to air tomorrow? It, it could be. And we'd take in the wedding. Yes. Obviously, Tom uh, Travoyevich. Uh, Tom Travoyevich. Oh, yeah. is Jake getting married as well? <laughs> Tom and Jake. Double wedding. Double wedding. God, Reggie's going to be busy. Right. Aren't there three Travoyevich brothers? There's, there's the younger one, isn't there? Yeah. Forgotten his name, but he might get married as well. Wouldn't that be great? Three Travoyeviks. Wait for me. <laughs> 
Now, this will open up an enormous trade opportunities, you know, and I, I refer to this because in... What do you think, tree, what, what, Twiggy Forest style? Twiggy Forest, well, can I just yeah. lower the, take it down a notch? Right. <laughs> Yeah. You're not talking iron ore here. I'm not. <laughs> no, or lithium. Yeah. I'm talking chickens. Now, as ah. you know, and, and this has reminded me because of roosters have been mentioned. Yes. On the front of the rooster's shirt is Steggles. Steggles, yeah. Now, I think it's beholden on one of these people we've got there, maybe the, uh, <laughs> the uh, you know, obviously the Stafford brothers, yeah. to explain what Steggles is. Yes. And if people get the idea that Steggles makes a wonderful chicken, Yes. You can see the orders on Monday morning, can't you now? Yes. Thousands upon thousands of birds. Well, so Americans love their chicken. They do. They Don't do. they? They do. I mean, Kentucky Fried. Yeah. I rest you my know, case. the Colonel, all those years yeah. ago, had Red a great Rooster. idea. 11 herbs and spices, whatever they are. Yeah. Well, it's great. Yeah. And it goes out, you know, just uh, flies, yeah, out, yeah, 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 flies yeah. out the store. They can't kill them quick enough, can they? <laughs> it's true. They can't. Uh, and, and I don't know whether, you know, the Steggles operation here in Australia, I don't know if we kill as quickly as they do in America. I don't know. It'd be interesting to know. It'd be a great test. Great test, wouldn't it? And great to do before. Yeah. How many you can prepare, you know, given in an hour, in a given hour? Yeah, on the sidelines. On the sidelines. There you've the... got chickens running around. In an hour's time, how, gonna be, how many can you get Handing on a... Handing them out to the How crowd. many can you get on a bun in yeah. an hour? <laughs> That's right. I'd back us, <laughs> wouldn't you? I would too. I'd be putting money on us. Then, of course, the other thing that happens is the, I think I'm right in saying points bet yes. might be the sponsor on the front of the Manly Jumper. Was Good. The, was the last time I've looked. Good. Now, what a great thing this is. Yep. In Australia, we're knocking advertising on the head for punting, mm. but in America, obviously, it's a different country, you it know, is. home of the free. Yep. So what happens there is, is that mm. ads on the front of shirts mm. in America mm. are beamed back into Australia. Yep. Getting around, this is in the future, obviously, getting yeah. around the local rules which prevent them from happening. Is that right? That, what, that is what right. What a weird world we live in. It is, isn't it? But, but that's the international yeah, rule, isn't it? That's the international rule. Yeah. That's, you know, that's why we're going to war with everybody. Yeah. Now. I suppose so. <laughs> I suppose that's it. Hmm. But it does raise questions. <laughs> I think Steggles, up, points bet, not so sure. Yeah. But the, the chicken orders... Can you imagine Monday. us uh, exporting chickens to the United States as a result of the opportunities afforded by the eastern suburbs roosters with their steggles? You mean the jumper? poultry in motion side? Yeah. Yes, I can, because right. I think that people will Because get... there'll be background do deals going on, wouldn't there? Because the steggles people will be there with their, you know... Yeah, well, that's what happens roosters, guernseys, yeah. talking to people who... Want to know what's Who want to know? Who operate? You know your Wendy's outfits, your uh, yeah, Macca's, Macca's, I suppose. Yeah, fast foods, fast foods. All they might that. have a version of you know Hungry Jacks or well, they would. I yeah, suppose they've got the Burger King. I don't Burger know if that's King. Right. Let's oh, yeah, say yeah, yeah, let's say it is. Yeah, let's say they want to. I don't know if they do chicken burgers in Burger King. Let's say they don't. Let's say they might want to. Yes, where do they get? Where the they chickens? get them? They go to the Steggles. Yeah, and they and remember because we can we can have you know they're alive one day. They can be dead in America the next day. Yeah, that's Simple right. Simple as that. <laughs> no. I mean, if we can, if we can guarantee that, we can. As long as there are no impediments. Yeah, you mean government, 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 government you know, issues. And, yeah, you know, sort of taxes and so on. Yeah, how many, and, how many birds you want to get on this plane? That sort of stuff. Yeah, if and, those sort of questions are asked, there's going to be difficulties. And remember, as it is, we've just got to shove as many bloody birds as we can onto the plane <laughs> and wish the pilot good luck. <laughs> <laughs> 
We could fly them live. Exactly. <laughs> the live chicken export industry. I mean, it works so well for sheep and cattle. What could it's going to be a lot faster with your chickens. What They're not going to know what's going on. They're only in the air. Well, they love being in the air. Not that they fly much, but it'll give them an <laughs> opportunity to see what it was like back in the day when they were flying. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> yes. And the, the detail that you refer to, of course, is yes. just that on the sidelines, yeah. people will be there, all of a sudden, conversation begins. Yes. Here they come. What's that on their chest? <laughs> well, it's about chickens. Chickens? Yes. Somebody mentioned chickens. <laughs> How many have you got? Yeah. Off it goes. That's how it works. Yeah. Now. As long as we can guarantee supply. Yeah, that's and the thing. over five years. That's <laughs> the over problem. Five years. Five that's years right. is a challenge. Yeah. But I bet you we've got another chicken grower who would be able to step up yes. should Steggles the worst happen. Yes. It's not going to happen to Steggles. They're a trial. Well, I hope form. not. Is there any suggestion of a supply chain issue with Steggles? A bird Not chain. that I've heard of. Is there a bird shortage yeah. in Australia? Not that I've heard no. of. Because they eat a hell of a lot of chickens in America. Oh, More can. than we do. I oh, mean, yeah. we might think we eat a few chickens and we yeah. do. Yeah. But, but over there, I tell me, it's, well, it's through the roof. Bigger, I know. It's a bigger population. Bigger, and they eat more. Yeah, they they, and they leave more on the plate. Yeah, but they eat more. You know, I've seen them in Las Vegas. You know, you might order four chickens because you think that's, you know, that's what I need, four chickens, and you might only eat two and leave the other two there and they just get thrown out. That's mm. how it is in America. Mm. Well, a lot of people say it's not so great for the environment, but I tell you what, it's good for the economy. <laughs> Common question. Are rugby league players good drivers? Statistically, you are 8.7% safer in a vehicle being driven by a registered rugby league player. This is Bludging on the Blind Side. Now, <clears throat> well, a senior commentator on rugby league, Brad Fittler, yes. also a Roosters legend. Yeah, he is. He, he would have worn the Steggle. Yep. Uh, he said he he backed the decision by the NRL, by Volandis, to prevent suspended Jared Wahir Hargraves from featuring in the opening round in Las Vegas. Now, uh, Fittler believes the, uh, it will have ample star power without the prop. I, I question that. I question that too. I question that. Yeah. Let's not forget the enthusiasm and the excitement he created mm. in his last appearance in rugby league. Yeah. Now, sure, he was out for five weeks. He was. But yeah. nonetheless, people still talk about it. They do. Um, they do. And that, that, that's the sort of spark that is needed. Sadly, I got that wrong. He's out for seven weeks. Seven weeks, yeah. What happens here See, is... See, I, I would have thought Volandis would have stepped in and given him a, what we'd call a, a dispensation. Yeah. A, a, a rugby league dispensation. A, a rugby league free pass. <laughs> yes. Now, can I just... This is weird. Former New South Wales coach... Still weird, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, former yeah. New South Wales coach said he had come to a better appreciate the decision-making by front office since starting a new role in Pathways at the NRL. What is that? Is Brad Fiddler looking after Pathways now? <laughs> well, well the pathway from the jumping castle to, to Vegas. Vegas. That's it, isn't it? That's the pathway. <laughs> so, Is that a job in rugby league? Well, apparently it is. Well, if anyone can do it, it's, it's, it's Freddie. True. True. You know, all those great ideas of earthing and get your shoes off, boys. Oh, yeah, true. Feel the grass, feel yeah. The, the, yeah, grass. The, the energy of the earth coming yeah. through you. The pyramid. It worked one year. It did. It For did. one year it worked. Yeah. Pyramid stuff. Mm. That, that's he all great. Because mm. he knows that you can sharpen your razor blades oh, in yeah, a pyramid. Yeah. He's only Have bought, you got that? Have you got that pyramid for your razor blades? No, but he's only bought one razor blade for the, in the last 10 years. That's right. Because mm. they sharpen in the pyramid. Mm. The power of the pyramid. Now, 
He says he'd have to go back and see what he did to mm. see the whole fairness of the situation. Wow. What, Jared? Um, look at what Jared did to assess the fairness. Jared was just being Jared. Indeed. Oh, yeah, it's called hard man. Yeah, tough prop. Mm. Now, but one thing I do learn is a lot of people in this in the NRL headquarters, they love the game. They spend a lot of time in, in the detail of the game. I'm assuming Jared deserved the time off. Well, that's... Well, I mean, yeah. hearsay around the coffee or, you know, the yeah. coffee pot in NRL headquarters, that'll tell you anything you want to know. I mean, yeah. it's just madness. Now, this is a worries here. This will be one of those moments when you remember where you were, who you were with when the first game is played in Vegas. I can't see how it'll fail. The teams we're taking over, they've got such unique characters. Yeah. Oh, no, right. Are they? Have they? Who? Yeah, exactly. Who's he talking about? Oh, I mean, had Jared been there, we would have been, been talking to him. Yeah. We would have said, yeah, agree and, with that, Freddie. And to Powell and Jared. Yeah, to Powell and Jared can't yeah, wait. Exactly. Where were you the day Jared met the Powell? I mean. I know. There you are. We're talking about it already. Talking about it already and we weren't there. <laughs> that's, that's happened, happened. <laughs> Now, they've got such a unique character, so hopefully we'll get a chance to see the, that leading into the game. We've got our best players and the best clubs and it's the best product. Well, hang on a minute. Can I point out that one team is obviously missing? Yeah. Penrith. Yeah. Panthers, yes. And I'm not sure that, you know, if you sent the Canberra Raiders, they'd let you down. No. Just to take another team, which comes <laughs> quickly to mind. Sure. The best teams? Yeah. I mean, it's all very well to send a team that's hated, but that doesn't rate. No. That doesn't rate. No, it's no, like, no. you know, no. I can't remember. Look, I can't imagine any team letting us down. No, no. Not no. in the context of Vegas, how important I, I, I it is. I tell you what, Sir George wouldn't let us Sir down. Jo- well, oh. <laughs> does give you pause for thought. Anyway, back to Fitler. <laughs> Fitler pointed the similarities between rugby league and American football. This is where it people oh, need to no. listen to this. Yeah, oh, no. people listen need to listen to this carefully. This is person in charge of the pathways in, in NRL. Yeah, the NFL's uh, lost. Vegas Raiders play at Ali John's Stadium as grounds for confidence. This is what he's he's based this opinion on. Quote, our games are so alike. Our game rolls, but I feel they'll like that side of the game. If we can just promote it and get it out there enough, it's only a matter of time before we make some real inroads into America. He says basically there's no difference between the NFL and the NRL. That's a big call, isn't it? That is a big call. You know, that sounds like front front office talk. It does. It? it sounds like a That's pathways. not genuine, Freddie. No. No, that's Someone's right. written that for him. Someone's yeah. put words in his mouth. Yeah. I mean, where is Freddie? Has anyone seen him? I think Freddie's Is he still there. with us? Well, he, he may be looking for new pathways. Right. This worries me, this pathway stuff. I mean, yeah. is that a job he turns up on Monday and sort of yeah. looks at what he's got on the... How many people phone up? Could you put me through to pathways? <laughs> what? <laughs> The Flies of Valour is a craft beer that says rugby league with every drop. It is an artisanal brew, crafted to your football needs. Talk to the Flies team when you pick up a slab. Let them know what you've been missing in a beverage. And for a big discount, tell them you heard about it on Bludging on the Blind Side. Uh, Roy, and a trigger warning here. I'm going to start talking about Rose Hill. The sale of Rose Hill. Oh, yes. I'm leaving Vegas for a minute or two because I think this is an important Just issue. Just before you do, actually, Ray in Painswick is suggesting in the US you can buy a whole boneless chicken in a can. <laughs> that might be true. I don't know. But it's something for the Steggles people to look at because I don't think you can get a whole chicken in a can here in Australia. 
Can I ask? It'd be much easier to ship it out rather than having canned chickens. chickens running around everywhere. Just have a couple of cans, mine. Well, it is. I must say they're, they're so innovative in food, as yeah. you were talking about serving four for yeah. just to eat two and leave the other two behind. Yeah, that's really uh, interesting. Now, the reason why it's a trigger warning is yeah. it <clears throat> concerns the dual role that Peter Volandis, the two hats that Peter Volandis wears, mm. and that is the other ones in charge of. New South Wales racing. Yes. Now, he at a meeting recently suggested that um, the sale of Rose Hill would have significant commercial benefit to the New South Wales racing industry. That has not changed. He mentioned that our role, this is New South Wales racing, is to act in the best interests of the whole industry as a whole. Good. There are 50,000 participants we act for. They should have a voice. Mm. But, of course, the problem with the meeting the other day was that uh, the trainers who work out there and have to take horses there to race now don't want the uh, Rose Hill, Rose Hill racetrack to be sold and a suburb built there with a school and a right. supermarket and everything like that in it <coughs> and, okay. a, and a stop in the light rail. Right. Now, I know you spoke passionately at this meeting and you reminded people that Rooting King came yeah saw and conquered Rose Hill in his early days. This is a long time ago. And you always had a very soft spot for the whole, you know, racing focus that Rose Hill provides. You know, the slipper. I mean, where's the slipper going? The slipper won't be the slipper if it's at, uh, you know, Warwick Farm or Scone or something. It just won't be. Then, of course, is what would happen to the money that was raised by this sale? Well, there was no answers forthcoming on that except they were going to improve change facilities and maybe some cambering on corners and stuff like that. Now, the big problem was, and I know you didn't speak about this, but even though you were Mm. cognizant of this information, Gay summed it up by saying you are flogging, meaning Peter Volandis, you are flogging this because you've got yourself into debt and you should be ashamed of yourself. Yes. That standing O for that comment, standing O for that comment. You haven't asked us. You think it's fair and, uh, sorry, you think it's a fait accompli. Mm. Rose Hill based trainer Chris Waller, obviously trainer of the Winks who's here in Vegas, Mm. suggested the ATC board was rolling over to political pressure and predicted Rose Hill was going to be here there forever. Mm. Now, the one thing that immediately (coughs) worried me was Waterhouse also scathing of the ATC's directors Mm. at Tuesday's meeting where she directed those present to stand up and express shock that two of the seven board members had not turned up to debate the most important decision they were ever going to make in their lives. You expect (laughs) us to get out of debt by selling off one of your greatest assets. Yes. Get out with your people who are on the track and come and see what trainers and racegoers and what the members want. Yeah. Now, Mm. debt and New South Wales racing. It seems, uh, you know, it seems unbelievable, but it's true. I mean, when news broke, say, that the the Melbourne Rebels were in trouble. Yeah. People didn't believe it. Mm. Hard to believe that. uh, A sporting sporting organisation. A sporting organisation. Yep, 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 yep. Could go into debt. Hard to imagine that you could lose money on horse racing in Australia. Hard to imagine. Well, especially if you own it. Yes. I mean, different if you're just punting. Sure, sure. You know, there are issues there that require examination. I agreed with that. I agreed with it. Look, I agree with Gay because Gay has been so tremendous for racing. She has. So I mean, good for racing. Wonderful for racing. Yeah. Gay. But my, my suggestion to try and uh, smooth the ruffled feathers of many of the yes. members who were there that evening 
was to su- suggest that um, New South Wales Racing sell Rose Hill to the Rugby League at a good price. And the Rugby League uh, would take over the organisation of turning uh, Rose Hill into what I'd describe as an urban track where you have high-rise for social housing as well as yeah. top of the market with your penthouse, your penthouse areas and, and like that, that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I'm suggesting 50 and 60 storied hide apartment buildings and maybe even higher. Great views. Incredible views. Yeah. We could get seven or 8,000 units within the, uh, urban track. The, the urban track and still have the track there and improve the facilities. It'd be win-win for everyone. And then the rugby league would sell that off, obviously, and probably making a bit of a profit on the way, uh, some of which could be redirected back into uh, Rose Hill Racing. And are you seeing a rugby league ground in yes. the middle of it this, this I don't time? think there's any need or call for a rugby league ground there, HG. I don't think we need that. I think all we, we infill all of Rose Hill with these super high-rise developments mm-hmm. and and let's face it i haven't really spoken to the structural engineers all that closely yet to about see how high you about go. how high we could go and how low the foundations would need to be we might i don't know is it's on sandstone and sandstone obviously is not as uh, as permanent or easy to build upon as say granite is mm-hmm. so uh, our foundations would need to be quite deep if we're going to go up as far as i'd hope to 60 stories now, we might find upon the examination that if we go down, say, two or 300 metres, we'll be able to do we it. We might be able to go up as far as 70 or 80 storeys, which would even be better. Because as I said to them, the higher we go, the more we make. Footy heads. The ethical obligation concept is a core value at the Bludge, along with a celebration of football and the belief that many officials and players cheat. We take the rough with the smooth and swerve around the sickos, pervs and weirdos at bludging on the blind side. Roy, what I was trying to draw our attention to in the previous conversation yes. was Gay saying racing is broke. Mm. Now, what worries me is where is the income come for these record profits that rugby league has already flagged? Well, hang on. The rugby league quite sensibly and with canny business acumen, bought two pubs. Well, that's recently. They kind of, I suppose they've become watering holes. Yes. The Caxton. Caxton yes, Street Caxton Park. and the Woolaware. The Woolaware. I mean, that's they, a beautiful. They and they're not boutique hotels. No. These are, you might be able to cram in about 50,000 if you got lucky. If yeah. You put the licence out to the car sure, park. Sure, but they, they generate a lot of money. Yeah, true. They've probably got a couple of poker machines in. I hope they do. Yeah. Uh, that that generates a little bit of money. And people are very And you can borrow against that. I mean, I mean if you've got ah, two true. pubs like that, you can borrow against that true. overseas. Ben, yeah, overseas, yeah. <laughs> now, you've got a couple of texts there? Oh, yes, I do. Uh, now, uh, so, uh, Helen of Blackheath is suggesting Rex Mossop was definitely a spy. Whoa. I don't know what the evidence is, but... That's uh, a big call. Could I suggest more likely that Rex was an accidental spy? He didn't know what he was saying. When he gave away all those secrets. Yes. Perhaps. Like people just asked him willy-nilly on the bus. Yes, yes. Uh, someone was suggesting it might be a good idea to people at half-time in Las Vegas should could shoot chooks at half-time to 
amuse people and show people how it's done. Well, I mean, you've got to drag people into the modern world. People don't go out at Steggles. The Steggles employees go out with shotguns and shoot the chooks. They don't. These are done... Well, you've scientifically, got, you've, you've got machines. Yeah, they do it. They do it. You know, they're brilliant to watch it. Don't, don't know if you've mm. been into a, a, a chook an abattoir. 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 But, but some of the uh, equipment they've got there, HG, is breathtaking. It's state of the art. The chook comes in, it's tipped up on its head very quickly and held up by the feet. And then, it, then suddenly their head's gone and other bits are gone, feathers come off, blah de blah. Into the can. Into the can. It's incredible. Mm. Now, if they were to set up a conveyancing system at half time, remember the. Uh, we had a great grand final many years ago where some sheds were put up. Yes, I remember by, this by, clearly. By, by apprentices. By apprentices. From the Penrith area. Yes, and they put them up very, very quickly. They, Almost too quickly. Well, no, they had difficulty pulling them apart. And because taking, they, 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 they hadn't practised that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where the whole thing fell apart. But if we could set up a conveyancing system as used by Steggles at half-time in the Alley Giant Stadium as halftime entertainment and then put in, say, a couple of thousand chooks and people go home with one fresh in the bag straight off. I mean... I know. That could be done. I know. And you would remember that yeah. day forever. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah, care yeah. how old you are. No. <laughs> you would. You know, I mean... I what mean, experience has had. Yeah, a lot of kids might be a bit shocked by what well, they mean, see. Yeah. But this is the real world. I know. This is how you do it. Yeah. This is how it's done. This is how it's done with chooks. And this is how we play rugby league. Yeah. I mean, two great lessons. And, of course, um, you know, rugby league <laughs> in one. Now, the nature of the double-header experience. Yeah. You know. I, I don't know how Americans can relate to that. I mean, do they no. have double-headers in America? Do they have four teams in, in the one space on the one day? I don't think so. This no. could be really confusing to them. We've got four teams, one, how long that? And what happens if you come late yeah. and you think, oh, well, we'll be getting there in Is time to see. four halves? We've got four halves. Yeah, that's right. Two games. A two games? <laughs> that's right. Four halves. Four halves! <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can see the difficulties. <laughs> Again, and on that positive note, we take you away from bludging on the blind side for the first show uh, in 2024 and hope you, the podcast will be up pretty soon. If you want to relive two hours of your life you never thought you'd get back, you can. And join us next week when we once again open the doors, roll out the chicken and start bludging on the blind side. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.